everyone. I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by Jennifer Campbell and Karen Corrigan, and this is Girls Talk Ag. Today's episode is brought to you by Zyway brand fungicides from FMC. So, gals, how we doing? End of February. More snow. Fungicide, is it going to be a problem to get, Karen? To get? um, Some of the generics might be in in low supply, but I think hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, that things will be alleviated a little bit by mid-season when we would need that. I I hope it's all blown out of proportion. I'm not going to lie. I'm not. It's not blown out of proportion. That's it. Don't tell me that. I like living in my own little world over here where we're not panicking. Chris isn't having a heart attack. We're just. They have that big cargo ship with all the BMWs and the Volvos that, you know, is adrift because of the fire. And they said that it's, you know, it's anyone's game now. It's free if um based on maritime rules or whatever and i was like man can you imagine the farmers if that was like a shipment of glyphosate or liberty at this point in time <laughs> yeah scuba gear ready to go <laughs> retailers farmers yeah be a fight to the finish exactly well yes yes there's snow on the ground as karen mentioned earlier i for one and ready for hey. spring yeah, I survived my second day of remote learning, which I don't know how the heck these some of these parents did it for entire years or semesters. I mean, why? Because my kid doesn't just want to sit and do her work. You know, she needs me to do it with her. And then the other one, you just have to fight to the death to even get them to sit down to look at their stuff. So um, <laughs> good times. Are, are you doing that because of the snow you had weather? It was yeah. So instead of snow days, now we have remote days. Right. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, it worked out. The remote learning worked out during Dorona. But yeah, that turned around then and made it easy. No, no, nobody gets snow days. Well, and I shouldn't complain because we didn't have remote days except for that, you know, March 2020 through the end of that school year. But I was just like, oh, so. But yeah, so now we have seven more inches of snow. Um, three interstates in the area were shut down. There was a hundred car pile up. Um, about 20 miles away and Cole Swindell still had his concert last night in Peoria even though most of the roads going to Peoria were closed so I have some issues with that guy at the moment but I saw your tweet about the UPS drivers still out and about while the snow was coming down man they will they will fight to the finish that's for sure to get people's packages out whether i felt bad Christmas for that time. guy because man i don't think the visibility was very good and i sure as heck hope that he didn't get stuck on the interstate outside of town because it was closed um, and what he brought to me i did not need that much <laughs> up in northern indiana a uh uh hot load of cattle tipped over sideways because of the mm-hmm. snow and wind so that would be fun i have a question for anyone who wants to answer this later i don't care when what how do you get those live cattle out of there um tipped over the doors too short and off the ground um pulling it up loaded i'm not even sure if that's possible so i i don't even know i i don't know does anybody know how you pull back up a trailer load a semi-trailer load of cattle you'd have to unload them into something else wouldn't you before you could pull the truck back up 
How do you know how you, what you can get out there? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a very good. Okay, that's a question situation. for anyone out there who'd like to answer that for me. Please get in contact with Jennifer Campbell. I'm, that's I'm, a good question. I'm interested. Plus, they would be wild. I mean, you've already upset them. Well, they'd be stressed. Yeah. Right. When did Riled you get a third dog? When did you get a third dog? I don't. My um, Emmy Lou is doing her student teaching and she has a puppy. And so I do doggy daycare because apparently I'm that person now. And uh, which, is, which is okay because I plan on taking Harriet with me planting this spring. And so then Oliver will have a friend here with him. And, and I've lost my mind. I've lost my mind. That's it. Well, I started taking my dog to boarding, which also involves doggy daycare, so. I'm one of those people too, but I don't even know how I got here. I don't, I don't know how I got here. Dogs in the house. I mean, I've had dogs. We've always had dogs, uh, but they've always been like outdoor dogs, spin for yourself, do whatever. Now I have three dogs in my house. I, I'm, I'm nuts. I've lost it. Well, we had a birthday party for our dog last week because she oh, turned so one. lost it too. So, so. good. We had a cake made by a friend's daughter. Yep. So she, uh, I think she's 12. She made dog a dog cake. So this is where we're at in life, ladies. This is where we're at in life. You don't know how often I say that to myself. I'll do something that I, I just really, oh, I walked in a nursery barn the other day and I've done this before, but it just occurred to me that I'm like, oh, it smells good in here. You guys are doing a great job. You're on the right feed. You're processing it right. I walked into a hog barn and said they smelled good. This is where I'm at in life. <laughs> All I got to say is I, one, love my dog and she, she's going to turn two in April. And second, back to the snow for a second, I'm going to book a plane ticket to Florida today for the end of May. So that's what I'm going to keep on thinking through the rest of the winter. Yes. Good luck. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So let's come to, um, today's subject. So a lot of agriculture and the mainstream news, have you guys seen quite a bit of coverage from agriculture in the past couple of weeks? Hasn't necessarily been very positive. At no, least from but my it's there. First thing I want to bring up um, this happened about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and it's kind of died down because of this new ethanol um, study that came out that people are now talking about. But for the first one I want to talk about is the video opinion piece in the New York Times called Beat the People Getting Paid to Kill Our Planet. What a clickbait um, headline for sure. But I want to bring up two points of discussion that I've thought about this. So one, when anything like this comes out, I feel like advocates in agriculture, they will discuss it, but they won't share it. So here's what I'm getting at. So some people will say, well, this was posted. I have an opinion on it, but I'm not going to share the video for you to see. Well, I'm just going to go watch it anyways, because I want to know what the heck you're talking about. But I feel like anything anytime that anyone, anything comes bad out, they're like, I refuse to share it because I don't want to share it with the world and have it get worse. That's what we were taught at the beginning. I'll be honest with you. Uh, when social media started and that's, that's, I was taught that 
don't share it because the more views it gets, the more people that sees it, the that's, and, and I think I believe that, I guess. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like if I mention it, people are just going to Google it. You're already talking about it. You're already talking about it. I, I, I it's better to have a kind of a counter point when you share it as opposed to just just saying having it, it shared yeah. without any counterpoint oh not necessarily a counterpoint maybe a counterpoint but address it in some way of just not saying well here it is it, it's stupid like people nowadays when there is an issue you have an opportunity and I've taught this in um, media sessions that Colleen Callahan Consultancy, we do, we do media preparation and we teach them when there's a issue out there, people want a human face to an issue. So if something's affecting you, share to people how it's affecting you, like just dig a little deeper into it and put a human face on that issue. So with the New York Times piece, share how, um, share about the climate practices you do on your farm or something, just take it, I think, instead of just saying, oh, this is stupid, don't share it. Okay, so this is stupid, don't share it. Or what if you ignore it? I just, I just ignore it. Is that if you're not ready to address it, don't put yourself in a hole. And, and I'm not, I think that's the thing is, is I have feelings on things, but I'm not mm -hmm. very good about backing those feelings up. So I prefer not, not to put myself in that. I just, I, I got enough stuff going on in life I don't need the drama of posting something I don't agree with and then being forced to back up my opinion <laughs> that's just what I, I I saw a couple of those posts when that New York Times opinion piece was published and I thought and that was the first I had heard of it so I naturally the curious person in me went and googled it and watched it myself I guess what I'm getting at is I want people to go watch things themselves instead of taking it from someone else you know go form now your own I, opinion about it yeah I agree now I will say that if I come across someone who has posted that it their uh, their opinion on it that I agree with or can back up you know I do share those I would rather mm -hmm. share something positive than bash something that I I'm not ready to back up I mean I'm ready to back it up but not ready to address it directly not ready to address it directly from my personal standpoint and my mm -hmm. knowledge level so this brings me to my second thing I was thinking about it so it it was an opinion piece it was clearly labeled as an opinion piece. And I just want, I just want to encourage whether it's listeners, readers, when you're, when you're um, viewing or listening to something from the media, be aware of what kind of piece of journalism it is, but just take that extra step to say, okay, what, what, what am I looking at here? Well, I and think, that one said opinion in bold on the top yes. of the thing. So yes. it was, it was very upfront. It wasn't trying to pull it off as anything else. Yes, but I still think people took it as um, this is everything's factual and it, it was just an opinion. Well, but then that's, those... you know, that's somebody's bias, you know. Yes. You know, if that's what they agree with, then they're going to say that that's, you know, that has to be true. I just think a lot of 
the evolution of digital media has caused a lot of confusion for people of what of what they're listening to or viewing. Um, you know, you have those people on Facebook that share something from 2011 and it's not, you know, factual anymore. I'm just, I, as a media person, I want to encourage people when you're looking at something, reading something, just take that extra step to look a little bit behind it or make sure what you're viewing. That that takes like two seconds, especially on Facebook. You can see when somebody posted it, or if you click on it, it'll tell you when it was published. Check the date. Well, and not everything labeled news is really news anymore, at least not in the traditional sense. So I like to look at those charts that show factual versus, you know, left leaning or right leaning as far as political view. And you look for, you know, the middle line and those towards the top. And those are the most, uh, those are the sources that can be most trusted. But again, you know, somebody put that chart together. So it's only as good as the person who put the chart together. But right. right. On a podcast I recorded this past week, we talked about the difference between advocacy and journalism and how there's getting a blurry line between the two, um, which I'm seeing um, more of. So I guess that's another thing. Is this person just being an advocate or is this a true form of journalism and balanced reporting? Mm. Is that well, when we look at, you know, news organizations or cable news channels, you know, a lot of those are commentators and they're hired to give an opinion. They're not giving you just news clips. I mean, depending on what show you're watching or maybe even what hour of the day you're watching, you could have two totally different um, views of what's going on in the world. Are there, and I'm, this is a very honest question, are there any newscasts that are pure news anymore and have zero opinion on them? Yes, I believe they're out there. Okay. I like mm-hmm. to watch um, News Nation now, which um, used to be the WGN Superstation. And they've rebranded as News Nation now, and they're pretty good. I've seen one of the anchors struggle a little bit to keep his opinion in check, <laughs> but that was early on when the station was just starting. But um, as long as you're watching the news station, now they do have other personal shows that have, you know, a host um, that isn't like the news hour part of it. And I haven't watched those, but I would assume those would have a little bit more of an opinion type piece in them. Jennifer, to answer your question a little bit more, I, I firmly believe that more on a local news level, like your regional, not your cable news nationwide broad appeal. You can still find it there, but I think a lot of, uh, don't forget about local news, you know, your local local TV station. You think local news, and I'm asking, you think local news is more news and less opinion? Not necessarily more news, but i I think you will find more of a balance between the two. I'm just in my, I am not a news connoisseur whatsoever, but every time I have ever switched on our local news. Okay, but let's be honest, your local news is a big city news. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We're talking. Our local news is a much smaller city news. Oh, that's fair. Very fair. Ours, um, local news for me comes straight out of downtown Indy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yes. Good clarification. I, Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, that's actually, that's a valid clarification. I have yet to watch any of our local news where, and I, I'm not a huge news person. So, so I, this is just, again, my opinion, um, where there is not some sort of opinion stated by the people reporting the news. I said earlier, um, he goes, yesterday I flipped on, I don't know whether it's channel 13 or channel eight here in Indy. And, um, there was a story about something about religion and, um, they reported the story and then the two reporters had a personal opinion discussion about religion. And in my, I, maybe I'm old showing my age, I, Ted Koppel, any of those other guys that just would never happen. We would have moved straight on to another news story. Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm, maybe I'm old, but let's report the news. And like you say, make your opinion on your own, not be swayed by TV news stars. It changes everything. So says Indiana corn grower Nathan Davis about innovative Zyway LFR fungicide from FMC. Zyway brand fungicides are the first and only at-plant corn fungicides to provide unprecedented season-long inside-out foliar disease protection. Discover more grower and retailer success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. Well, one of the things I was noticing this last week or so with the Olympics, you know, you can watch the broadcast channel and you get opinion after opinion after opinion. But if you just went to the Peacock channel and watched the actual feed of the event without commentators, it was so much more peaceful. <laughs> you know, you know what I did the other night? So the Illinois basketball game, which lots of tears after that Rutgers game middle of the game I put my tv on mute and just watched it it's not because I was tired of listening to the play-by-player the analyst I just thought I just need peace and quiet so I literally put it on mute and just watched it myself and my blood pressure came down so much (laughs) when I was watching the um ice skating well without the commentators you, you heard the music and then you really got to just enjoy yeah the actual dance or ice dance or whatever it was you want to call it to the the performance to the music so yeah and we were talking also on this podcast the other day of content overload especially in this age of social media um, where you can get content at you 24 7 and I've really thought about that the past couple of days when can I just kind of sit in peace and not always be reading something listening to something I just felt the need to be peaceful and just collect and gather my own thoughts um I thought there's just so much especially with the news in Russian Russia Ukraine Um, anything that's going on in ag like wow it's a lot at one time for someone to digest did you speaking of the russian and ukraine okay the other day they were doing a news conference uh with whoever's in charge of the ukraine forgive me i am not any of these anyway the guy in charge the media said to him when do you think russia have you guys heard this when do you think russia will attack the media said that to the guy in charge of Ukraine. And the Ukraine guy said, 
Um, I believe we've been informed that it will be Wednesday at 8 a.m. The US news media got a hold of that, reported it as fact. Was Green he just being market, sarcastic? He was being sarcastic. Grain markets skyrocketed. Okay, I didn't understand that that's what set it off. Yes. And then they were like, no, 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 wait a minute. They all got their shit together in a pile and then they plummeted and you couldn't sell anything. What the actual, I don't even know what to say about that. How does that even- I did not realize that's how it all started. Yes. Because I did notice that they kept saying that they were going to go, that they thought it was coming quickly, but I did not know. Yes. okay well that brings up another thing i thought you were going to mention the asshole tweet from the guy on ag twitter who said i don't care about the ukraine people i just want my wheat prices to go up and i thought you ass (laughs) i i'm one of those people who like dude we all have thoughts but not all of them need to come out of our mouth in public well, I mean, just have some humanity here. I mean, who the hell wants to see somebody attacked in a war? Because that's not going to go well. Those people are going to fight back and there is going to be, you know, large casualties. And I have a friend who has a, has her nephews are on the border of the Ukraine and Russia. They're Ukrainian. And, you know, she doesn't need to hear shit like that. And she was in an ag conference a week or so ago. And that was all, you know, they were talking about how great it'll be because the ag prices will go up there. And she's sitting there thinking, holy fuck, my, you know, this is my, my family is right in the middle of that. So I just think we can be assholes in ag sometimes. And it just, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. And, but I am going to defend ag a little bit. Every industry, every, everyone has assholes. Let's not, I, I hate. Well, that's true, like but. That. I but mean, you don't put shit out like that no, on the internet. And that's what I say. We all have thoughts. Don't get me. I mean, I'm not. You but I didn't curse on the last podcast at all. And I'm totally making up for it today. Oh, see, you, I, I was afraid no one would cuss for me when I was gone. So thank you, Karen. I didn't. We didn't. Oh, you didn't. No. You, you people need to cuss more. Well, now I'm making up for it. Okay. I, I, and I agree. We just, we're not, we no longer filter anything on twitter we want to have a shock value to get likes and i just we do do. there's shock value i I, my sister told me something the other day that has just been on my mind um always i gotta read it off my board here always try to speak your truth with love and is the truth positive those two things just really kind of struck me always try to speak your truth with love And, and love might be a big word but We don't have to say hateful things. Even if we're trying to communicate with people, hateful things are just hateful. I get that you want your wheat prices to go up, but really, do you have to tie it to somebody else's death? I mean, that's that's what I'm saying, yeah. Twitter really needs a, so when you hit publish, a message should pop up and be like, are you sure you really want to tweet this? Maybe that would get people Maybe you should think for a few minutes. Come back in an hour. Yeah, there was an instance. I can't remember what it was. I went to retweet something, just retweet it, and it didn't do it right away. It says, "Have you read the story first before retweeting it?" A message popped up, and I had never seen that before. And I had already read it somewhere else, and I took it over to Twitter to 
retweet it. But I thought, well, that's nice to see that people that you actually need to read going back into what I said earlier, consume it first, read about it yourself first. Don't just take it at the headline and run with it. So okay, I thought that was okay, nice I'll to say, see. Um, are, do you want to sh- continue to share without reading or would you like to read it first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I must not share enough stuff like that because I've never seen that. All right. Oh, so I thought, where are we at? Do you guys want to talk a little bit about the corn ethanol that's been in the media? This past week, I wasn't aware of this until probably um, the other day when Karen shared the article about the um, study about how corn ethanol is actually not good for our planet and kind of um, I saw then rebuttals from the RFS. National Corn um, did retweet someone about it. This story gained a lot of traction the study gained a lot of traction um fox news is greg gutfeld actually ran a segment on it on his late night show so i thought wow it's gaining a lot more attention than i thought it would well and where was oh it was from the counter on apple news and so yeah it was supposed to help the climate but instead the production may have made things worse however when i clicked on it I mean, it, there, it has some suspicion. You can tell that it's obviously biased, at least. I don't know. It just, with. I mean, I think we've learned with COVID, you can find any study to back up what you want to think on the topic. <laughs> well, did you read, did you read far enough down? It said the numbers drawn from Monday's study are based on models, meaning that they too are based on assumptions yeah. and shouldn't be taken as final say. But that's at the way bottom of at the, the bottom. article. You had, yeah. you had to read quite a lot to get to that. Well, and then, you know, I always, I cringed when I saw the University of Wisconsin-Madison because that's where I did my graduate work. And I was like, no, don't take them down with you. (laughs) So, but I mean, it's, I don't know. And I know one of the articles that we had looked at was talking about, oh, you know, the farmers ruined it. Now they want us to pay them to make it better kind of thing. And it's just, that's not really how it works. I don't think they understand the economics of actual farming. You know, it's great. You want people to use cover crops or to use perennial crops, but unless you're going to purchase those perennial crops, it doesn't work that way. Like we can't plant a perennial crop to make us feel good and then try and feed our children. Yep. So I just thought it was interesting reading that, that article. And then again, going back to what I said earlier, do your own research, see what other organizations if they came out with a statement about it what are I enjoy reading the comment sections just to see what people are saying about it um yeah it's just something that was brought to my attention this week I wasn't sure if you guys um had any thoughts on it either they always say well you know farmers were the last ones to admit to climate change or whatever and whether or not you believe in climate change or not I guess doesn't matter to me you know, I think we can always all do better with whatever we're doing. So, you know, I can buy less single use plastic when I go to the grocery store, even though it's more convenient. You know, we can all do those kinds of things. You can use a a water bottle instead of buying a plastic water bottle every time you need water kind of thing. And so I don't know, but one of the things I find found kind of funny in the, one of the articles was, or actually it was in the video where it showed, you know, the farmers were plowing up the fields, but they want us to go vegan or go all vegetarian. 
and organic. Well, how do you control weeds in an organic field if not using tillage? <laughs> so it's like they don't even, they can't even marry the two sides of it together and understand that you can't really do one without the other. And I mean, I know you can do cover crops and rotation and things like that, but tillage is still used a lot in organic production. So if you're going to knock diesel fuel and the use of it, well, then you have to knock it in organic as much as you do in conventional. True. And I think people forget that. They think, oh, well, organic sounds better, so let's go organic. But it, it has inputs and consequences just like conventional. Well, and they don't like conventional. They want us to go organic and to go regenerative. Okay, but with regenerative, one of the main components is actually livestock. But we have to get rid of the livestock because the cattle belch too much. Yeah. You know, you can't do one with, you can't have regenerative without livestock. I mean, and have a really great system. Almost all the regenerative have some sort of small livestock or even think, small numbers. And I think that's what, what people tend to forget who, who don't know all sides, I guess. I, I'm not calling anybody stupid. I'm just saying that every, it all works together. And it's right a system. Now, it is a system and right now we're using multiple systems so I, I don't know I don't know that one I don't know that one system is the answer I'm just saying that you can't you know yeah. you can't preach one thing and then you know say you want regenerative when you just said you have to get rid of all the livestock right and you, they're not taking into account that it's yeah. an entire it, it's yeah. things move yeah. it's an agro ecosystem so there you go I have another news story that I just saw this morning. It says shorter corn coming from Bayer in 2024. One of my classes out to the Bayer's history of corn plot that Jason Carr, um, who puts on, he's on Twitter too, if you want to find him on there. But, um, and we talked about it. Yeah. So it's not very tall. You can see over it. So it does have some benefits. It does have a larger stock from what I could tell when I looked at it. Um, but it would give us the opportunity to, you know, use um, high clearance sprayers longer into the season. And, um, you know, it, it's not trying to, it's trying to maximize the leaf area for the ear that it puts on and not put extra vegetation out that it might not need. Go long for season-long foliar disease protection that starts at plant. Only Zyway brand fungicides from FMC provide season-long foliar disease protection from the start. Active ingredient flutriafol moves through your corn plants as they grow for inside-out protection from roots to tassel. Growers and retailers are sharing their Zyway brand fungicide success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. Stein has had shorter corn for years. I mean, that's what they are basically like known for. Like they, their corn is always shorter. I know that, um, this is, this is uncommonly short. Oh, it's shorter than Stein. Well, I haven't been in a Stein field, but I mean this, I could see over this corn. I mean, it was about as tall as I was. Oh, I know, that, I know that some of the other companies, I know that Stewart's is is working on a, a, a short stature corn um well, and it's not like it's the first time it's ever happened they have yeah. had them in the past but obviously the yields weren't there as they progress forward and now they're looking more again at the shorter hybrids with the yield potential that we need at this day so i mean 
I immediately thought of all the people who rely on cornfields as privacy fences. <laughs> well, they don't I mean, get that anymore. Six, it's still a six foot fence. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're doing back there, Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, it would still give good cover for a pool, but. I never get a privacy fence, but I know there's other people out there. They're like, oh, corn crop going in this year. There's my privacy fence. Built Many, in. Time to put up your marijuana facility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but now I think, I mean, it's still going to cover more than soybeans. So I think they'll be okay, but no, there's a lot of innovation out there. So it'll be interesting to see how things go in the next 10 years or so yeah. between now and my retirement, which probably won't be in 10 <laughs> years, but you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, somebody asked that on Facebook the other day in some farm group I was in, what is your retirement plan? And I'm like, whoa, wait, farmers get to retire. I didn't even know that was a freaking thing. <laughs> Well, at some point, you guys are going to have to give the reins over to Cole and you and Chris are going to have to take it easy. Oh, please. Anytime now. Would you move to Florida, Jen, if you had the... She'd move to like Montana or Wyoming or I would Colorado. move to Montana or Wyoming. I'll be honest, between the Amazon warehouses going up and I'm an Amazon junkie, so I can't, you know... Can you just like go to the door and pick up your package? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I would, I would, I'd never thought I'd be the person to say I'd sell out. I'd sell out and move somewhere else. Every issue, every place has their problems. Don't get me wrong. I'm fully aware of that, but yeah. Yep. I'd move. I'd move. Well, I'm moving to Florida if we get one more snow. <laughs> we haven't got enough snow. I haven't even got to ride my snowmobile this year. So bring it on over, Jen. Let's say go to Karen. She has more snow on the ground than we do right now. We got seven inches last night. The 10 inches we got last week had just gone yesterday morning. And then this came in yesterday afternoon. Actually, this we came got, in starting about 10 a.m. Yeah, we got, I bet we were up in the 50s the last two days and it was and then rain yesterday and it was a mud hole here it looks like it's frozen now i need to haul shit but yeah, it's pretty cold this morning but yeah it was 50 degrees not very long ago two days i think so i guess we're gonna get to 32 today but at the moment it's 12 degrees and feels like negative one. Oh wow you guys are cold so what anything else, else? I, I was gonna say anything else you want to share today I went curling <laughs> Chris is a huge curling fan I'm gonna have to send him over there my kids um joined the junior league so we're gonna go back for a couple Sundays in the next few weeks oh fun oh Bristol's all in she you know she's tiny so other sports are harder because the other kids are so much bigger um and she's just she's just super skinny and she doesn't have a lot of power she always she always complains that her sister's so strong and it hurts her when she punches her <laughs> anyway but um but so curling you know she it doesn't matter what size she is and I you know it's more about to me it's about physics and yeah that kind of thing so That's cool she's all in but yeah I can't wait to see her in the olympics <laughs> well, I don't know if we'll go that far but you know She'll at least make the bar league at some point in her life, I'm sure. There you go. All right, guys, I guess we got to get to work. 
I'm going to do some more CCA credits, I think, today. Because I really should clean, but eh. Quite frankly, buy that plank. my work right now is, is I finally perfected my Bloody Mary recipe. Um, I saw you were soaking olives in vodka. I'm soaking olives in vodka. And um, so I, I'm going to go make some Bloody Marys, make sure they're right. Oh, so that's what you're calling, I got to go to work. That's what I'm calling, I got to go to work. Then I'm going to photograph it and probably take an afternoon nap. You can take my Bloody Mary. I do not care for. I, a lot of people don't. I yeah. do not care for ketchup juice. I have never tried one, but it does not. Uh, tomato juice in itself does not. I don't like this I don't, soup, which is cold tomato soup. So I don't think I'd like it. I don't like tomato soup either, but oh my gosh, there's something about a Bloody Mary I love. So. You use the Clamata juice like they do up in North Dakota. Minnesota. I do not. I'm a tomato juice fan. Tomato juice fan with some horseradish. I mean, up there, they'll order a beer with a shot of Clamato. Yeah, I think, I don't know. That's weird to me. So. Give me a mimosa and I'll be fine. I'll drink those too. I'm not picky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you tried those hemp drinks coming out of Indiana? No, don't even know what you're talking about. So Farm Wife Drinks, Leah, yeah. did a... Um, facebook live like a week or so ago and instead of alcoholic seltzers they're hemp infused seltzers i did not see that and i i swear it's a company out of indiana so i thought you were holding out on us jen but i expect a, a four pack when you come by next time all right i'm gonna go look into it I'll, while i'm uh, sipping my bloody mary i'll look at the <laughs> hemp alcohol look at me go all well, right off to i guess that'll be go. my shout out for the week then is the hemp seltzer <laughs> I'm going to shout out to myself. Please go to farmwifefeeds.com. <laughs> Bingo. A lot of good recipes. I still use that um, crock pot chicken tacos recipe I'll, often. That's a, that's popular wow. one. The chicken and noodles is popular. Yeah. I make your meatloaf. Yeah. The, the big, big Mac tater tot casserole is uh, a huge flop. I will tell you that. But if you're well, into- You didn't call it hot dish. I guess I should have called it a hot dish. Chris always says, if I say, I don't know what to have for supper. And he said, I'll eat anything but your Big Mac tater tot casserole. I'm like, thanks, dude. <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah, love you too, babe. All right, guys, you guys have a good day. <laughs>